special presentation for you today on this Easter Sunday. My pastor for over 15 years at Emory AM Church, Emory AME Church in College Park, uh, where my, my grandmother was the mother of the church. And I, today I'm thinking about my mother also. But happy Easter everybody. Today we have a special presentation again, like I said, as Sister Edna Jenkins. Without further ado, we give you Sister Edna Jenkins. Amen. Amen. We just thank God. And as the music said, this is God's house. We are transforming this into his sanctuary because his house is where he dwells. So we greet you on this Resurrection Sunday. Let's give the Lord a hand of praise. Let's give him the glory, honor that he so richly deserves. We just want to proclaim to everybody that Jesus is alive and well. Hallelujah. No matter what people might think, what people don't believe, but I know that Jesus is alive. And today we're going to ask the Holy Spirit to speak. But we need a word today. We need a word every day. I don't know about you, but during this time of crisis, the word of God is what we need. It says in the word that the flower fadeth and the grass withers, but the word of the Lord will stand forever. And I know that God has a word for us. I'm old school. The word says, I have a message from the Lord. Hallelujah. A message unto you I'm going to give. It's recorded in his word. Hallelujah. And it's only that you look and live. So let us come to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we do thank you for this day. For this is the day that you have made. And God, we are rejoicing. We are rejoicing and we are glad in it. God, we thank you for your love, 
for it was your love that allowed this day to happen. It was your love because, God, you said that you loved, so loved us, so loved the world that you gave your only begotten son so that whosoever believeth in him would not perish but have everlasting life. So we thank you, Lord. And God, we just ask that you would bless your people. Bless them in their homes. Bless them in the kitchen. Bless them in the living room, in the shower, wherever they might be. Because your Holy Spirit is omnipresent. And so right now, in the name of Jesus, we say, speak, Lord, for your servants are listening. And I just rejoice in this opportunity. And I want you to know that because he lives, because Jesus lives, I can face tomorrow. Not just tomorrow, not just today, but forever and ever and ever. So we thank God for the privilege of being able to share a word from the Lord. And we've come to lift up the name of Jesus, even to those who may not know him, because he said on that cross, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men, all women, all children unto me. And we thank him for going up to the cross. You know, Friday was what we call Good Friday. And it was all good because if he had not gone to the cross, we wouldn't be here today. But I want you to know, as even I look on my jacket, I have a cross and the cross is empty. He's not there. He's alive and well. So we thank our Lord and Savior for dying for us and for shedding his own blood so we could be saved. So today, I'm opening up what God has told me to share with his people. During this time, we do need a word from the Lord. And I'm a strange person. I love endings. Whenever I get a book, I try to go to the back of the book to see how it ends. So, Because I don't like surprises. But, hey, the world got a surprise when Jesus got up. When he got up on that resurrection Sunday, he said, surprise, surprise, I'm back. I am alive and well. So our word today is coming from the book of Revelation. Now, Jesus is all through the book. He's all through the book. Our word in John 1.1 says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So he was in the beginning. But I want you to know today that he's at the end of the book, too. And if you'll turn in your Bibles to Revelation chapter 1. And Jesus always speaks 
Still, he speaks from eternity. He has a word for his people during this pandemic. He has a word for his people. So those of you who have an ear to hear, let them hear what the Spirit is saying. In the book of Revelation, we begin understanding where John was. John, the Apostle John, was banished on the Isle of Patmos. He was, a, he was experiencing social distancing. He was being distanced from all of his friends, all of his family. And so Jesus appeared to him because he knew in this time of isolation that he needed a word to hold on to. He needed the word of God because Jesus said, my words, they are spirit and they are life. So Jesus appeared to John on that island of Patmos. And verse 12 and Revelation 1 verse 17 says, when I saw him, I fell at his feet. When he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet as if he were dead. But then Jesus laid his right hand on me. Don't you know when you are isolated, when you feel like you don't have any hope, John felt like it was no hope for him that he was isolated on this island for, not because he'd done anything wrong, but there was evil against him. And they put him out there by himself. They made him act as if he had the coronavirus. They put him in quarantine. And Jesus came to see about him. Don't you know that Jesus will come to see about you? Even in this period of isolation and quarantine, Jesus comes with a word. And as Andre Crouch said, we need a word from you. Because if we don't get a word from you, Lord, we don't know what we'll do. But we know that God is still speaking. He's still speaking. And so when he fell at his feet and worshiped him, Jesus came and spoke. Jesus is coming to your house today. And he has a word for us. He has a word for you as an individual. He didn't need a crowd. Some of us are in churches with 100 and 200 and 1,000 or 2,000. But don't you know that the Lord will speak to you as you are? Because he knows your name. That's what he told the church. He said, I know your works. I know all about you. 
I know your fears. I know everything concerning you. And so we'll look at Revelation chapter 1, verse 17. The B section says, Fear not. Fear not. He started his word out as he always did and said, fear not. Don't be afraid. Don't you be scared because I am here for you. I am with you. And he told David even, he said, even when you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you don't have to fear any evil because I am with you. And he said, my rod and my staff are going to comfort you. So I'm asking God today to comfort somebody who might be feeling overwhelmed, who might be feeling down. God said, don't be afraid because I'm with you. All power is given unto me. And I've got the power to raise you up just like I was raised up. But he said to John, fear not, because I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I once was dead, but now I am alive. He said, I died, but look, Guess what? I'm alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and the grave. I want you to know that that's why we are praising the Lord today on this resurrection day. Because Jesus was dead, but now he's alive. Hallelujah. Can I get some praise up in here? I may not be able to see, but God sees you, and we're letting him know, Lord, we're going to give you some praise. We're going to say, thank you, Lord, for getting up. Thank you for taking our sins on the cross. Thank you for laying down your life so we can have life. Because now he's telling us, he said, I have the keys to death and life. I have the keys to death and the grave. And don't you know, Jesus has keys. I remember that he told Peter, he said, I have the keys to the kingdom. And saints, he has the keys. Anybody with keys has authority. Only the owner has the keys that can open the door. Not only is he the key, he said, I am, in John 10, 10, he said, I am the door. I am the door that will let you have eternal life. Oh, open that door. He even says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if any of you well, open that door. I'll come in and be with them. But you've got to open the door. 
And we thank him that he gave us accent, access to the door. Because when he was on that cross, it tells us that the veil of the temple was rough, that it was ripped so we could go in and be in the presence of God. Oh, hallelujah. He had given us access. He's given us the keys to the kingdom. I meant to bring my keys, but I ain't bring them. But on the key ring, I have a whole lot of keys. And what are some of the keys that he's given us? One of the keys is prayer. Prayer. Because prayer is the key to take us out of any situation. And we were already told in 2 Chronicles 7, 14, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves, pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. Oh, church, we need healing today. And I just ask in the name of Jesus that Jesus' healing virtue will go into the hospitals, go into the nursing homes, into the ICU units. And why are we able to pray like that? Because Jesus went to the cross and shed his own blood just for us. And I want you to know that the blood of Jesus shall never, 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 never lose its power. Because it can reach to the highest mountain, to the most important person. It can reach the White House. It can reach the governor, the mayor, whoever. And I thank God because God is trying to get our attention. And I don't know about you, but he's gotten everybody's attention. Because he said, look unto me and be ye saved. And I believe that people are praying now that hadn't prayed before. I believe he had a word for the church because the church had been lax in praying. When we look at our churches, the smallest group was on during prayer meeting. Nobody had time to pray. I, we had gotten to the point, like the old song said, I couldn't hear nobody pray. And the Lord said, I know what to do because I want my people to pray because I'm listening. I'm inclining my ear to hear you pray. I want to hear your mouth. I want to hear. It's good to, that people are praying for us, but he wants us to pray. He wants us to pray. So I thank God for all that he's doing. And as Jesus said, he wanted to let us know, because I live, you can face 
any situation because I live. All your fear needs to be gone because I got up out of the grave. And when he got up out of that grave, he said, all power, not some power, not a little power, but he said, all power has been given unto me. And he has the power. And that same resurrection power that raised Jesus up from the dead is available to us because the Holy Spirit power was what raised Jesus up from the dead. And some of us, and I want to just take a minute to say, some of us had been thinking that our lives were over. Just like the disciples thought everything was over on that Good Friday. But God is the one that has the answer. He said, I got the power to raise you up. And I thank him. I retired last year, a year ago. Couldn't hardly walk. I was sick. But the power of the Holy Ghost raised me up. It wasn't the medication. It wasn't the doctor. But it was Jesus himself through his Holy Spirit. His Holy Spirit. Church, we need to go back to Pentecost. We need to go back to that place where we first received the Lord. Because it's all about resurrection power. Jesus got up from the grave. And I thank him for his gift, for the Lord, for his gifts. Because I was even taken back to Sumter, South Carolina when I was six years old. And Mother Teresa James was my YPG director for our Easter song, we sang, low in the grave he lay. Jesus, my Savior, waiting the coming day. Jesus, my Lord. And it said, up from the grave he arose. He arose a mighty victor. I want you to know that we have the victory because Jesus rose from the dead. I've got the victory. You've got the victory over every situation because he arose. He got up. He didn't just get up. He got up with all power in his hands. So as we look, Jesus let John know, I want you to know, John, I'm the alpha. I was in the beginning, and I'm at the end. I'm the beginning, and I came to give all of those who believed in me a new beginning. So this resurrection day is about new beginnings. And my prayer is that we'll begin to walk 
ask the Lord for a fresh anointing of his spirit. For it is his spirit that quickens us, that makes us alive. It's his spirit and his word. Jesus himself has a message. He said, my words in John 6, 63 are spirit and they are life. We've been looking at all the deaths around us. We've been listening to CNN, NBC, MSBNC, all Channel 5, Fox, all of that. But now it's time for us to listen. What is God saying? What is the Spirit saying to us? Listen. Those of you who have ears to hear, I believe God has a word for you. First of all, he starts out with, fear not. He says, behold, I want you to know I once was dead, but now I'm alive forevermore, always. And you can come and be with me. The same thing he told the thief on the cross. He told the thief, he said, today you can be with me in paradise. The Lord wants us to set our affections on things above, not what is going around us, not the deaths. And we spend so much time every time. I know there are probably a thousand sites on what to do during this, but my, my word tells me we got to pray. We got to lift up the name of Jesus. We've got to spread the word. We got to help people by letting them know that Jesus saves that Jesus is still alive, that he's alive, he's alive because he lives. We can face tomorrow. We can face Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We can face all of this because Jesus is alive. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah to the Lamb of God that was slain from the foundation of the world. God has a plan for each of us. And we thank him because he said, my word, my word shall not return unto me void. It will accomplish what I set it out to accomplish. He wants to accomplish something in you today. And if I asked him, what's another thing you would want to tell us? Don't give up. Keep on praying. Keep on singing. Keep on rejoicing. Because as Paul said, rejoice in the Lord always. Always. Not just during the good days, the good times, but rejoice in the Lord 
always. And I get joy when I think about what he has done for me. I know he took me out of darkness and he placed me into his marvelous light. Oh, today, just as the angel said when he was born, the angel said, I come giving you good tidings, tidings of good joy. I came with some good news today. And that news is that Jesus lives, that Jesus is alive. Joy, he said, before he even left his disciples, he said, this joy that I'm giving you, these words are going to bring you joy. Joy in the midst of sorrow. He wants us to proclaim that he has given us joy and peace. That was his legacy to the disciples. He said, my peace I give unto you, not as the world, because the world don't want you to have peace. They want you to keep being upset and thinking that all is lost. There is no hope. But I want you to know that my hope, your hope, is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus has the power. And he's saying, if you've got the faith, I've got the power. And I want you to know I have the keys that you need to access peace if you keep your mind stayed on me Isaiah prophesied in chapter 26 3 he said if you keep your mind stayed on me then I will keep you in perfect peace so we need some joy up in here. We need some joy up in here, up in here, because Jesus is alive and well. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. And that's what it says at the end of the book. I thank God for this extra time that I've been in my house, because I have been able to get into the book of Revelation to see that Jesus wins, that he won. He had the victory. We have the victory. We have the victory in Christ Jesus. No battle. We don't have to fear anything but fear itself because Jesus has given us the victory. We've got the victory in Christ Jesus. It's all yours, but you got to reach up and grab it. You got to open up the word of God. You got to play those songs of Zion. 
It's a time. I like all the other beats, but every now and then you need one of them old hymns. You need the hymns of the church to reach back to know what God is saying. By the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, those people who wrote them will reveal God's truth. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because Jesus lives, I have hope. Because Jesus lives and he got up after those three days, I know that trouble don't last always. I know that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Because Jesus lived and triumphed over death, I can say, oh, death, where's thy sting? Oh, grave, where's thy victory? You don't have any victory because Jesus has the keys to death and the grave. The grave couldn't hold him down because he had power, wondrous working power. And the blood that he shed was for us. So today I give you good tidings, tidings of great joy, joy unspeakable, full of grace. Joy, because Jesus said, I came that you might have life. You might have Zoe. Zoe. Zoe is the Greek word for life. My friend just had a grandbaby, and her name is Zoe. We got a Zoe in our church. I want all of us to say, I have Zoe. Because Zoe is eternal life. Life that nothing, nobody can take away from us. Because Jesus gave it to me. And he gave it to me when he got up out of this grave. So today we rejoice. We have exceeding joy. Joy in knowing Jesus. Knowing that Jesus cared for us that Jesus is alive and well. And when he got up, I believe he said, victory is mine today. I told Satan, get thee behind, because victory today is mine. Aren't you glad about it? Aren't you glad about it? Let's shout and say victory is mine because Jesus lives. And because he lives, all fear is gone. He'll show up when you get down to your last breath. He'll show up when folks are lying on you. He'll show up in the hospital room. He'll dry tears from your eyes and he'll lift heavy burdens. So we thank God that Jesus 
made a way out of no way. And he says to us, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So church, thank you from receiving the word of God today. I thank Brother Reggie Gaskins for bringing me on because he recognized that we need a word from the Lord. We've heard words from the commentators. We've heard words from the president, from the newscasters, from all the other organizations. But I want you to know we needed a word from the Lord. Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord Jesus, because you are the living word. We thank you that you are the living word. So we thank you that you are still speaking to us because all power is in your hands. And we ask that you would make this word alive in our hearts, that we would receive your word because your word is a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. Bless all of you and shout, victory is ours today, Resurrection Sunday. Not just this day, but every day. Amen. Victory. Victory. I told, get me behind.